Not content with your content? You've come to the right place. The Discontent Show with Joe Kuzma. Every brand starts with a story. Here's how you can grow your business by sharing it. Now with today's topic, the host of The Discontent Show, Joe Kuzma. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Discontent Show. My name is Joe Kuzma, and today I want to talk about why you should start a podcast. I mean, it sounds a little crazy because you're listening to one right now, but it has to be on your brain. If you're listening to this particular show, it's because of all of the tips and tricks that I'm trying to you know, put out there for you that I've learned with my many years of experience in content marketing. And one of those things is podcasting, and it's about as hot as ever, maybe as hot as it'll ever be. I mean, it's really crazy to think about just how successful podcasting has been recently, even as opposed to blogging. And I know like this is something that I've covered in previous episodes, so today isn't necessarily a nuts and bolts of how-to. Obviously, you need some equipment. You need some type of service that the actual audio files will be served from. You probably need some branding, so you might want to go back to a previous episode about branding cliches and things of that nature. Uh, but this is more or less the why. I mean, and obviously you need a microphone too, right? Uh, but, you know, there's apps for that. There are certain ways you could either cut corners or get something at least started, see if this is for you. But overwhelmingly, people listen to podcasts more than they uh, read anything. It's kind of like the YouTube effect of things too, where you're going to get, you know, anywhere from maybe two thirds. I, I think it's actually a statistic of like maybe a third of the attention span when someone's reading something versus listening. And it's a lot more portable. You can't read something while you're, you know, driving to work in the car or maybe while you're actually at work, maybe you listen to something. I know it used to be the big thing, you know, you had the uh, morning or daytime radio, all the top hits and stuff like that. And in my case, a lot of my local radio is reverted to horrible talk radio with, uh, um, adult jokes that aren't really funny adult jokes in, in, the, in the morning. So people are turning away from things like that. If that's not your cup of tea, you want to just listen to some tunes and you can't do it. And that's the reason why things like Spotify or uh, Pandora or anything like that has been real hot in recent years when it comes to music. But also on the flip side, we see that a lot of these services such as an iHeartRadio or TuneIn or uh, Spotify itself are adding podcasts as part of their offering. And it's because podcasting has become a very big thing and it can it could be almost so big that it could be overwhelming and you start to think, hey, you know what? Is there room in my field? <clears throat> and people are always looking they're always looking for the next thing to check out. And if you have a good product just as anything else, podcasting can help uh, help you get your voice out there. I mean, there's no, there's no other reason for doing anything with content marketing other than it is marketing. You're trying to reach more people and more of an audience. And one of the big strategies is obviously you could always write something. But there's an audience that reads, there's an audience that listens, there may be crossover, there may not. It's uh, There's not always overlap there, and you're not always going to find those people in the same spaces. They're not necessarily always going to be on social media either. It's kind of an interesting concept because it's its own niche, so... It, 
podcasting for me is a very big deal, and because it's been uh, basically getting to the masses a lot more than usual, I mean, uh, 40% of Americans, this is according to Edison Research, by the way, 40% of Americans aged 12 plus say they've listened to a podcast. This was back in 2017, the latest statistics I could find, Uh, and 24% have listened to one in the past month, which was up from 21% the year before, and I could tell you that just keeps going in an upward direction right now with it's like a rocket ship with uh, no end and stop. So I want to talk to you about, you know, starting your podcast and how to start, how to kind of get it started and why you should do it and how it kind of works, because I know it might be a little confusing. It's like, it's almost like a dirty word, just kind of like blog. In fact, I don't even like to call something a podcast. If I'm coming up with a podcast, um, I mean, people know what it is in some fields. It'll probably be more accepted than others. You may even be able to get away with calling it like internet radio or online radio or some type of like an episode or show, but it, it's almost like, you know, you got to let people know that it's an audio format and not a lot of people know what a podcast still is. So it, 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 with anything, if you haven't done anything at all yet, like if you're already established with like a blog or you have a brand or something like that, some of these things are going to just be an extension of that. But if you're, if you're doing this just from scratch, you're going to kind of need topics. You're going to kind of need some ideas and what you're going to cover. If you try and be potpourri and you're trying to cover everything from sports to movies to pop culture to video games, I don't know. You may be extending yourself uh, a little bit there, you know, spreading yourself a little too thin. So be careful. You might want to pinpoint a specific audience. I know it kind of like walls you off. Uh, maybe to other areas or genres, but you could always cross over if you happen to, you know, be successful, you start getting guests or being a guest somewhere else. So that's something that you could kind of think of there. Uh, I already went over like some branding cliches and things like that. So if you want to go back to a previous episode where I talk about branding, logos, colors, themes, and things of that nature, it kind of fits the same thing too with a podcast. Just my uh, two cents here real quick is, and I mentioned this before as a pet peeve, I'm not always the biggest fan of like the radio waves, a microphone, a headset or headphones. If it's an extension of your existing brand, that may work. But if this is all it is, I mean, people are looking for you usually on podcast services or searching for a podcast. So adding these things to like your artwork, like your cover artwork, it's almost like a, a record album cover or a CD album cover. Or I may be dating myself here, but people see this little square somewhere and it's got to be something recognizable so make sure it's consistent and try to keep it from being cliche unless you need to differentiate it for some reason like I mentioned you already have other branding and maybe people need to know oh hey they have this too and that's a podcast because then they will associate the microphone with that but I see a lot of people that just start up a podcast out of nowhere and it's like hey look I got a podcast here's a microphone and a headset on it blah Uh, obviously you know when you're starting this I mentioned the basics like a microphone or something to record or edit with, uh, even a pair of like the earbuds uh, with the built-in microphone. That's the way I got started, believe it or not, just with an iPhone, just plugging it in like that and using an app. Graduated to much, 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 much better equipment, obviously. But then you know if you got a feel for it, you know if you could do it, and you get some practice in too. Because otherwise, you know what, you may overthink this. And that's the one thing that I'm always big on. You've heard me maybe not say it much lately, but the 80-20 rule 
If it's part of your 20, just forget about it. It's not worth wasting your time on. But concentrate on the 80 and keep moving and focusing there, or else the wheels are going to be spinning and you're not getting anywhere. Uh, another thing you need when you're starting a podcast, obviously, is you need a place to host it. And you could be self-hosted if you have the proper equipment with the website or some IT help or anything like that. But if you're just you know an average Joe uh, and you're doing this on your own, there's different hosting services that are out there. There's uh, Libsyn, there's uh, Blueberry. I'm trying to think of some others off the top of my head. Um, those are two of the big ones that I could think of right there. Podbean, uh, another one, Spreaker. So there's different ones that you could, these are services you pay for monthly and then you could upload your files to it and they host them there. Obviously, if you stop paying for it, then it disappears into the oblivion. Usually the benefit of having these services too is, is that you're able to submit them to all of these different places that you could possibly have a, uh, a podcast. Basically, I'm going to say simulcast because in some cases you just put it in one place and then it like ripples out to all of these other services, including, I don't know if I could still call it iTunes. It's it's now going to be Apple Podcasts. They're kind of splitting that off. If you're an Apple person, you you know where I'm going there. Um, iHeartRadio, I mentioned before, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spreaker, SoundCloud, uh, Google Play Music or Google Podcasts. They're always changing the name of that too. So that's something else that you could do as well. It, it'll just kind of simplify things for you and help you get started there. And then once you've decided where everything's going to be saved, stored, uploaded, things of that nature, you're probably wondering, now what? Well, that's pretty much it. Um, you have to promote it just like anything else because if you just throw it up there just like a website or a blog and it's just sitting in space and nobody knows it exists, there's not going to be anybody to listen to you. And that's where it really helps. A lot of times when you read these, you know, how can you start a podcast things or, you, or you're, you know, listening to something of this nature uh, as myself trying to tell somebody to start up if they tell you you could start from scratch and that's absolutely true but it does help if you have some sort of platform already out there because you may already have a built-in audience that's interested in listening to you in fact you may have an audience believe it or not that may not visit your website may not read any blogging or anything else that you do they may not even be following you on social media but they're out there and they are interested in filling their day with a little bit of audio content and they're going to listen to you because people listen to podcasts far more than anything else. And you're thinking, well, what happens now? I, I use one of these other services. Yeah, it's kind of like a middleman. That's the best way I could explain it because it's going to rifle it off to something like Apple Podcasts and hopefully somebody follows you. And if you have if you have a professional product or you have something that's good or you do happen to have that built-in audience, you may even be in the you know new and noteworthy category, which is really going to help boost you uh, right out the gate. And that's usually, I believe, like the first 30 or 60 days uh, when a podcast is brand new and it shows up there on that iTunes list or Apple Podcasts list, uh, then you know you might get some more followers, some more listeners that way. Uh, don't be discouraged if you don't end up there because, again, this is like the Colonel's secret recipe. <laughs> Nobody knows exactly how anyone ends up there. There's obvious guesses as to using professional equipment and things of that nature. Uh, but I think a lot of it has to do with luck, and if you're discovered and you have a bunch of people listen or you happen to hit on a topic that's really popular too because, I mean, some people, let's just face it, 
It's kind of like the Netflix type deal these days. Some people are going to, you know, binge watch some things. Uh, some people are going to pick and choose, you know, what they want to listen to. They may not listen to every single episode, and that's okay too. So you're going to try and maintain an audience as best you can. Then you have some advocates that'll listen to every single thing that you do. So you're probably wondering, it's like, well, I'm going to go through all of this trouble. And it's like, not necessarily, you know, I try and keep my programs anywhere from like 15 to 20 minutes. You don't even have to talk that long. If you want to do a daily thing, this is again, this is the consistency thing. The same things that I preach when it comes to blogging or social media or anything of that nature is just be consistent and try and do as much of it on a schedule that, you know, is most comfortable for you. So it doesn't overwhelm you. And even to that matter, uh, this show has become basically an every other week program in and of itself just because of one there's kind of a lack of content and two my schedule is blown up so do what's comfortable for you as I would do you know I'm not going to tell you to do something that uh, I wouldn't even feel comfortable doing so there's you know but why would you want to do this when it comes to being a, a podcaster well podcasts right now and this is still, you know, a little bit of uh, dated uh, information from Edison Research, but 30% of the time people are listening to something audio-wise. It's podcasts now, and it's growing. So the streaming audio, such as like Pandora or Spotify or anything like that, that's a small chunk there. They're saying podcasts go 30%, and something like the streaming audio is only like a 12%. Uh, there's, you know, those TV music channels. I know they used to get them like on Dish or DirecTV or anything like that. And like, the, I don't know, they were at the very tail end of the channel guide. Those come in at like 9%. Your satellite radio is only like 5%, uh, you know, listenership. And it, it really shows when they're always offering all these new deals, right? Uh, your traditional terrestrial AM, FM radio is at 21%. And any of the files you own yourself, such as CDs, maybe some of you still have cassettes out there, but, uh, you know, your MP3s, your digital music and stuff that you purchase, uh, that comes in at 23% too. So podcasts are at 30% and they are growing. And those listeners, just so you know, from Edison Research, uh, they're defined as those who reported listening to a podcast within a 24-hour period. And they spend an average of six hours and eight minutes each day consuming audio. So this is why podcasting is blowing up because they're looking, this is, I, I said each day, six hours and eight minutes each day. That means there's people that are working out in the gym with headphones and maybe they're tired of listening to the same tune. Maybe they want to improve their life in other ways that you have self-help uh, podcast or you know they just want to listen to any type of news or opinion or anything like that that kind of you know suits their fancy and you're going to fill uh, you're going to fill a need. At some point you have to think that you're going to fill a need even if there's others that are in your field that's six hours and eight minutes each and every day. So even when you're like myself and I'm only doing this every other week, there's room for me out there. And that's only about 15 or 20 minutes of that six hours. I mean, six hours a day uh, for a five-day business uh, week, work week, that's 30 hours, folks. So <laughs> there's a lot of space to fill, and that's why everything is blowing up with uh, podcasting. And, you know, it's it's not just exclusive to men or women or 
or anything like that. I mean, it seems to be pretty equal and goes from anywhere from ages 18 to 44. And even sometimes that will skew up another 10 years up to 54 years old, you know, as some of us age. you know, most of us are getting are tech savvy uh, these days. It's not just my mom who doesn't set the clocks, so the digital clock, like on her old VCR or anything like that. So people are tech savvy, and even she has an iPad and gets on Facebook. And now, if you've got things out there, you can start to put the podcast and promote it if you happen to have social media or a blog or talk about it. And by all means, by all means, do this trick too. If there's something that you're talking about, if you blog about it or you put it on social media, talk about it on a podcast too because now you have an audio format. And in many cases, you can elaborate on it a lot more. You may even be more articulate or even better at explaining or delivering even more information when you do it in a recorded format versus a written format, which is actually pretty cool too. And another reason why podcasting really works and has become popular. And, you know, it's another thing too. I just want to mention it's portable. Uh, people could do it on their phone. The Beats wireless headphones. You have all these little home devices like the Echo Dot and the, and the Google, you know, Hey Google thing and everything like that. So you can tell it or ask it to play something almost instantly, you know, I want to say it's your fingertips, but it could be across the room and then all of a sudden it's playing well, I don't know, you're making dinner or something in the evening or or even in the shower. I even have a Bluetooth shower speaker and I know some of you out there probably listen to music in the shower too or have the phone on the side. I mean, it's, it's again... We are like, I I don't know, as a society, is it just me that I'm constant on the go, on the go, and I'm doing multiple things at the same time? I don't know, man. It's kind of like the cat. Uh, my pet cats with a laser pointer and following it around. That's the way I feel sometimes. So, of course, I hope some of this helps as far as explaining why you should get into podcasting and how you can get started with podcasting. And I kind of want to go into a little more detail, but I'm going to save it uh, for another day, maybe. So, uh, just kind of keep that in mind. And one other thing I think I do need to cover is is that if you've noticed, I'm solo. I'm by myself. In the future, I may have some guests on this program. I do operate other podcasts or help produce other podcasts where I'm almost like a telephone operator in some cases and help connect hosts with guests and things of that nature. So, I mean, you could always have more than one host. Sometimes uh, I don't want you to get discouraged. I don't want you to think, well, I need to have somebody else with me. And then that other person might not be reliable, right? And then all of a sudden this thing's dead in the water. You could do it on your own if you need to. You could always use some other programs to help connect. And some of these apps and stuff will help you do that, and some won't. So you may need something like Skype and some other fancier setup and equipment. But that's some advanced topics I want to talk about for a different day. So, um, you know, you don't have to feel like you're the only one talking. Sometimes you could have a guest, you could do an interview, or you could just tell a story, or you could do both. I mean, it's kind of it's kind of your deal, and you can make it what you want. So I hope this kind of helps explain and kind of get you interested in podcasting because it's a very hot thing that's out there, and it's going to help you reach even more people. And you know, it's something that's 
for the for the most part, it's free for listeners to come and find you. So as far as a form of actual marketing, it's a kind of a low cost kind of thing. You got a little bit of a startup cost, maybe a little bit of a monthly cost with where you host your your program. And then, of course, from there, it's just that sweat equity of putting in some time and getting things done. And this could help you if you feel it's a benefit to your business, uh, your brand, a service or product that you're trying to sell. I would highly recommend looking into it. So until next time, uh, as always, I encourage everyone to out there to like Comment, subscribe, share the program. Let me know in the comment section what you think. Ask any questions that you have. You could always find me over on my website at joekuzma.com as well. And uh, I was I was starting to say the exit to the show before I got to all that, but I always encourage the listeners out there to be safe, be good, and I'll catch you later. Hi, folks. This is Joe Kuzma. <laughs> no, don't worry. You're not hearing things twice. I'm just here to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you for listening to today's show and being a follower and subscriber of the Discontent Podcast. And I want to remind you that if you're interested in more information about all the various things it is that I do, whether it be about this show, content marketing, or you want to ask a question, you may visit me at joekuzma.com. That's J-O-E-K-U-Z-M-A dot com. Or you can follow me as well on Facebook. Make sure you get the page and not the personal profile. Sorry, it's only for friends and family. Also on Twitter at Joe underscore Kuzma, LinkedIn or Instagram. Also, don't forget, if you haven't already, subscribe, whether that be on iTunes, YouTube, or your favorite podcast provider so you don't miss out on any of the great episodes that we have. Once again, thank you again for your support. And I look forward, as always, to speaking and interacting with each of you again soon.